listening to I Love Old Time Radio with your host, Virtual Vinny. It's a new week here on I Love Old Time Radio. Welcome, Old Time Radio fans. I'm your host, Virtual Vinny. You can interact with us via social media on our Facebook page at I Love Old Time Radio. Send feedback via our contact form on our website at iloveoldtimeradio.com. If you enjoyed this program, please consider supporting us by joining the Vintage Radio Club. All Vintage Radio Club members get access to our Saturday program in which we present shows that are longer than our half-hour podcast which feature productions from Lux Radio Theater and Mercury Theater on the Air and more. If you join us on our Patreon page, you get more features like an exclusive I Love Old Time Radio sticker, access to our ad-free podcast, and more. Visit iloveoldtimeradio.com forward slash support for more details. I Love Old Time Radio produces a new show every Monday through Friday each day with a different theme. Mondays, the Green Hornet hunts down the biggest of all game. Public enemies who try to destroy our America. So I'm kind of playing this out of order, not on purpose. This actually should have played last week, but here it is. This episode originally aired on October 25th, 1938, and it's called Trust Fun Racket. <laughs> He hunts the biggest of all game, public enemies that even the G-men cannot reach, the Green Hornet. Valet Cato, Britt Reed, daring young publisher, matches wits with the underworld, risking his life that criminals and racketeers within the law may feel its weight by the sting of the Green Hornet. Ride with Britt Reed as he races toward another thrilling adventure. The Green Hornet strikes again. Hurry, Cato, we're about to break a trust fund racket. I must be seeing things. Don't stand there muttering to yourself. Where is it? But, but I... Haven't you ever seen that lady before? Is this the way your newspaper greets subscribers? Well, I, I ain't... Don't contradict me or I'll use this umbrella on you. Where's the man who runs this newspaper? I want to see him at once. Where? Close your mouth. You look like a fish. <laughs> Sound like one, too. Now, where is it? Someone's snake. I got it, no. 
This must be one of Lowry's gags. Gags, gags, gags. What are you jabbering about? <laughs> you can't fool me with them old clothes you're wearing and them high button shoes. <laughs> Darling, I can see right through you. Young scampire. No, no. Put down that umbrella. Ah, oh, lady, don't try to tell me you're wearing them clothes on purpose. I am. But, but nobody ain't wore clothes like them since I was a little shaver. <laughs> ah, no, stop your kidding. Did Ed Lowry put you up to this gag to kid me? You're not making sense. I started wearing these clothes 40 years ago, and I see no reason to change. But they ain't wearing them. Ah, fashion. Dial a lot of nonsensical fitness Young women these days look like idiots. Most of them are idiots. Girl, you've seen some awful pretty dames lately. No, don't waste my time. This newspaper has a publisher, I presume. Sure, but you got... Bring him here. Oh, golly, why ain't Casey around? Look, lady, the publisher's secretary... The name is Marbury. Use it. Have some respect for your elders. Suffering snakes, lady. I mean, Mrs. Marbury. That's better. Casey, read secretary. She ain't in. You can't ask the publisher of a big newspaper like the Sentinel to come out here just because Will you are... Will you stop rattling, Inspector? All right, but I want to... Hey, Reed. Golly, I'm glad you showed up. And who are you, young man? My name is Reed. Britt Reed, madam. She wants to see... Silence! I... Yes, and... Britt Reed, uh, You are the publisher of the Daily Sentinel? I am. Ridiculous. You're much too young for... Uh, but no matter. I've been reading the Sentinel for years. Years. There are some aspects of the paper I don't approve of, but on the whole, it's not a bad newspaper. Uh, thank you. As newspapers go, that is. Young man, I want your newspaper to do something about it. There have been several attempts to murder me. Well, the Sentinel House of subscribers are... What did you say? Murder! Murder! Holy crow, the damn spots. I'm getting out of here. That's for you, you got to excuse me, Reed. i got to see a man about a madhouse. <laughs> Good witness. Now, what do you propose doing about it? Uh, oh, yes, uh, the murder attempt. Well, would you mind explaining just a bit more, Mrs... Marbury, Marbury! Now, don't look at me as if I was crazy. Well, <laughs> that is rather unexpected. Mr. Reed, your newspaper has been running some news items concerning a firm of lawyers. You mean Mitchell, Palmer, and Grafton? Yes, you question their ethics. Well, we have been going after them rather strongly. The way they've handled certain trust funds and other matters may be ethical, but it doesn't seem completely honest. Why didn't you say so instead of beating around the bush? Because proof is lacking, Mrs. Marbury. The Sentinel has been trying to get something definite on them for a long time. Definite? Why, they're nothing better than common... Uh, what is that word? Racketeers? Oh, yes, racketeers. A modern word, but it serves very well. Racketeers, Mr. Reed. They're trying to murder me rather than face death. Uh, Mrs. Marbury, murder is a strong word. I don't think even Mitchell Palmer and Grafton would... Oh, have... not Grafton. Grafton's the only one of the three who's honest. He may be a fool and doubtless is, but he's honest. It's the other two. They're the ones. But why should they try murder? Because they've been handling my money. All of it's in their hands since my... Since my husband died. I had implicit faith in them until recently. I see. And now you've asked them for an accounting? That's it, an accounting. Mr. Reed, as I certain I'm standing here that they've used my money for their own purposes. Matter of fact, it was your stories in the Sentinel which first made me suspect them. Then they acted so strangely when I asked for an accounting. Well, after all, Mrs. Marbury, murder is a... Uh... Mr. Reed, I may be an eccentric, crotchety old woman, but there's nothing wrong with my brain. I tell you, murder. Several times I've noticed my sleeping powders were tampered with. 
I've had close calls from what appeared to be accidents. And all since I told them I want an accounting of my money. I think you need the police to... Police? Ah, incomplete. Nevertheless, I insist on it. Mrs. Barbary, what are you doing here? Go away, Grafton. This ridiculous business has to stop. Now, just a moment. I'm here and I'm staying. You're a fool. Get out, get out, I say. You don't know what Hold you're... on, Grafton. Get him Mrs. out. Mrs. Barbary, if you don't mind, this is my office. But I... You may run things as you like somewhere else, but are not here. Are you ordering me? I am. Well, well, I... <laughs> you got gumption, young man. <laughs> Go right ahead. Mr. Reed. Mrs. Marbury is suffering under delusion. I know all about that, Grafton. But it's absurd. He trusts you. I don't trust him. I said he's not a crook like the others. But he's a fool, and I don't trust fools. Mrs. Marbury. I... Uh, uh, all right. And that's better. Now, Grafton, do you believe your associates are entirely honest? Of course I do. Well, the Sentinel disagrees. We think they're making a racket out of their legal affairs, and so does Mrs. Marbury. But that's it. Tell me, uh, is all of her estate intact? It must be. Must be. Well, don't you know? Well, not in my own knowledge. You see, Michael and Palmer keep the accounts for themselves, but I'm sure... How can you be sure? Well, it's inconceivable. When you get back to your office, you might dig a little deeper into this. But I don't see... And as for you, Mrs. Marbury, you need police protection. Have you any objections? Well, if you think it's bad... Good. Hello, get me the news desk. Yes, this is Marbury. No one's tried to murder you. I don't And no one's going to. Hello, Gunnigan. Remember the subtle stories blasting Mitchell, Palmer, and Grafton? No, no, nothing new. At least nothing we can print. Well, call the police and have them send a guard over here. Yeah, that's right. For Mrs. Marbury. Well, just a second. Uh, when is this accounting of your estate to take place, Mrs. Marbury? A week, Mr. Reed. A week from today. Gunnigan. She'll need a guard for a week. That's right. And send Lowry in here. He has an assignment. Lowry, the Sentinel's ace reporter, Grafton. Why are you sending for him? He's going with you. With me? To the office? The Sentinel believes your partners are racketeers. We've been trying to prove it. Ed Lowry is going with you, and this time he'll have definite questions to ask. Ah, Reed, I couldn't say nothing. When I saw her coming in through the door to your outside office, I could have swore Ed Lowry was pulling the gag on me. The police are guarding Mrs. Marbury now, actually. Oh, oh yeah. Sergeant Ryan himself was detailed to it. Well, that takes care of that. I still think she's got bats in the belfry, Reed. I don't. Hey, boss! Are those crooks steaming? Oh, you saw Palmer and Michael? They just left. And if you ask me, then that Monterey doll is right. When they learned she got herself a police guard, they turned all colors. You got anything the Sentinel can use? Well, I thought I would, but... Boss, what do you mean? Oh, they were too smart. Caught themselves in time, huh? Yeah. I figured the news about the police would bring their guard down along long enough to get a couple of good ones over it. But they put it up fast. You think they definitely played fast and loose with Mrs. Marbury's money? Well, it wouldn't be the first time. Not for those days. But proof, Lowry, proof. So what? We haven't got it now. But in one week, we can blast those rats all over page one. Huh? Wake up, lame brain. In one week, they have to account for Mrs. Marbury's dough. Perhaps they can make up whatever is missing. Well, I don't know how. And the way they turn green, they're in up to their ears. Holy crow, a week from today. Reed, I can see the headlines. Crooks head for the clink. Yes, actually. If they don't figure out some other way to cover up first. We're in a jam, Palmer. A jam. Unless we figure a way out, one week from today, we'll Let's be in the... talking Michael and Trick. A hundred thousand dollars we're short. I know the figures. Can you raise that much? You know I can't. Neither of us can. We've got to. Otherwise, it's jail. They haven't put that guard on Mrs. Marbury. If, if, if. Where's it getting us? That fool Grafton hasn't got the money either. If he had, we could get it from him, and he'd never know it. Grafton. 
Craft. There must be a way out. Craft and I. Craft. I was just wondering. Got something? I'm not sure. If Crafton... Crafton hasn't got it. No, no, he hasn't, but... He's one of our partners, Michael. We, uh... We have partnership insurance, you know. If one member of the firm dies, the other two collect a hundred thousand. Don't look at me as if I would be an idiot. I'm not talking about us dying. But suppose Grafton should have an accident. I don't trust you. You might feel the same way about me. That goes double for my feelings about you. But in this case, we have to stick together. Yeah. An accident. A drafting, huh? We could go for a drive, say, tomorrow night. Stop near that railroad crossing outside of town. There's a steep slope there. Railroad crossing? Yeah. If Grafton stays in the car and the brakes don't hold... I see. Yeah. It'll be an accident, Michael. We'll get a hundred thousand. Enough to cover up. An accident? Yes, Palmer, I think it might be arranged. A little drive. Grafton can't object to that. This is Palmer. Oh, yes, Palmer. What is it? You uh, busy this evening, Captain? Why no? Well, first the three of us could take a little drive. We uh, we have some things to talk over. I don't understand. What things? Oh, various matters. Good of the firm, you know. You think it's necessary? Both Michael and I think it might be a good idea. Very well. That's fine. We'll pick you up around seven, Grafton. We'll have dinner out in the country away and then drive back to town. <laughs> First, after that big dinner. Here's a roadside stand. How about a drink? It's me. How about you, Gerson? Huh? We're stopping here. What a drink. Oh, so thanks. Awful sleepy. Sleepy? Why? I don't know. It's sleepy. You go along. I'll just stay in the back of the car. Take a little nap. Sleepy. Come on, Michael. Those sleeping tablets you put in Grafton's water glass are working fine, Palmer. Put the block of wood under the car. I'll release the handbrake. I have it here. Okay. That's it. Walk toward the roadside stand. Careful, no one sees the wire we have attached to that block of wood. The danger of that is too dark. There comes the train now. I hope the train doesn't miss the car. We'll work it the other way. Let the car hit the train. Coming closer. Not yet. Keep walking. Okay. Any second now. The wire's trailed out as far as it'll go. Come down and throw it away now. Get rid of it. I have. Started rolling. Don't look back. Keep walking with the stand. Hey, where's my hot dog? Coming right up. Hey, look at that car. Let me have a move there, please. Hey, Mama, what do you want? Car, my car. Good Lord, there's Grafton. Huh? There's another man in there. Stop. Yes, 
Yes, that's what I'm telling you. Gunnigan ain't here, but you can tell me. Well, golly, sure I know he's the news editor, but... Oh, is that so? Well, let me tell you something. Maybe I ain't no editor yet, but someone snakes I'm a real reporter now, and you can... Okay, that's what I wanted to know. Goodbye. Yeah, and the same to you. Ah, the nerve of that palooka calling me a... Hello, Expert. What's needing you? Oh, hey, Reed, I was just looking for you. Well, I'm not in the telephone, Expert. Oh, you just burned up with that courtroom guy. He didn't want to tell me now. But you got it. Yep. Well, I'm on the way home. Let's have it. Uh, the accountant come off all okay, Reed. And Crooks, Palmer, and Michael accounted for every penny of Mrs. Marbury's dough. Well, then you can't call them Crooks. Well, I figured this time they'd end up behind bars. Where do you figure they got the money, Reed? Well, perhaps they had it all the time. You know what the rumors are? Actually, you're always getting rumors. I've been hearing them two guys murdered drastically. Murdered? Well, I heard something about yeah, it. Yeah, but... I know. They claim it was an accident, and it looked like an accident. But if the cops could hear any proof... And the witnesses saw the car roll into the train, actually. Well, ain't it awful peculiar? They got enough dough to pay off Mrs. Marbury? Yeah, but it can't be shown that the insurance money they collected was used for that. Holy crow, I tell you, I'm positive. I'm impl- positive, too, but there's no proof. Hey, hey, boss. Who's that? Oh, Lowry. Well, where'd you get a load of this, boss? Mr. Reed, this is going too far. Mrs. Marbury. Open Snake, what are you doing here? I'm not talking to you. Yeah, but I'm talking to Mr. Marbury. Still the horse has notes. That's precisely what I'm doing. Notes? It's in my handbag. Just a moment. You don't mind. I'm on my way home. Well, this is important, boss. He's been threatened. Huh? But I thought Michael and Palmer... Not Michael and Palmer, experts. You see, boss, I thought maybe Mrs. Marbury could give me some more information on those two birds. You know how the whole town is saying Grafton didn't die from choice? Yes, it was an accident. Not an accident. Holy cow, you got something? Pipe down, expert. No, I haven't got anything. When I got to Mrs. Marbury's home, there it was. And if you ask me, he's in with them. There, what was? Ah, here it is. Look at this, Mr. Reed. No, take a look at it, boss. You were lucky. Don't make any more trouble. Trouble and snakes, it's a threat. Of course it's a threat. Disgraceful. Besides, why should I make any more trouble? I have my estate settled. That errant nonsense. I gotta hand it to you, lady. You don't scare easy. Now we get busy on this. The saddle can slap this on page one. Right, boy. Have it ready for the night editor. We'll get it in the bulldog. Dolly, if them two crooked lawyers, Michael and Palmer, is threatening you, Miss Marbury, it's I... It's not from them. Ooh. I'll leave it in your hands for the moment, Larry. Okay, boss, but... You're not sticking around? No, I, uh, I have several important dates tonight. Silver and snakes. Won't somebody tell me? Who signed that note? Who's cutting uh... Take a look at the mark at the bottom. Morning from the Green Hornet. Yes, Mr. Reyes. Everything all set? The gas weapon, the green hornet mask? Yes, sir. Plenty of gas in the black beauty? The car's ready, Mr. Reyes. Fine. Mrs. Marbury got the hornet note, Cato. Right now, both Michael and Palmer are wondering about that. Wondering? Yes. Well, we must have called them up to see if they could throw any light on it. I don't understand, Mr. Reyes. Get this, Cato. It's plain as newsprint that those two crooks deliberately murdered their partner in order to get enough money to cover up what they stole from Mrs. Marbury's estate. But, but, but one thing lacking, and that's proof. We're careful to make it look like an accident. They're clever, crafty, and shifty, Cato. Very shifty. And that's exactly why the Green Hornet is stepping in on this. I see. Michael and Palmer are so crooked that they suspect each other of anything. Now, let's get to the car. We're going to give them plenty to be suspicious about. Bid opened the secret panel behind his closed press. Followed by Cato, his valet, and the only other person to know him as the mysterious Green Hornet, he led the way along a narrow passage within the wall of the apartment house, which connected directly with an adjoining building. Supposedly abandoned... This building was in reality the hiding place of the sleek, super-powered Black Beauty, streamlined car of the Green Hornet. Get in, Cato. I'll handle the wheel. Where are you going, Mr. Reyes? 
Those men had a partnership agreement. Insurance on each of them. They got 100000 after Grafton died. Well, that insurance is still in force. What? If either one of them should die now, Cato, the survivor gets another 100000 Oh. Exactly. And if the Green Hornet appears before one of them, with a gun in his hand ready to use it, well, one of them is going to crack. Crack wide open. Now, let's go. I've been trying to get you for an hour. Where have you been? I got your message. I was asked. What about this? What do you know about this Green Hornet? Hornet threat? Yes, yes. A reporter from the Daily Sentinel called me. I heard about it, Michael. What have you got to do with it? Me? Now, hold on, Michael. Never mind hedging, Palmer. Did you put the Hornet up to this? Don't be a fool. That's no answer. He knows something. Where'd he get it? Michael, you're scared stiff. Yes, I'm scared. Plenty scared. Now, answer me. Did you bring the Hornet in on this? You're crazy, Michael. I'll talk to you in the morning. Not in the morning, no. I said in the morning at the office. There was fish flying off ahead. All right, in the morning. But understand, you put your cards on the table. Well, Michael, we're partners. Yeah, we're partners. That's what worries me. Calm down. I'll see you in the morning. Goodbye. Now, wait, Palmer. I... Goodbye. Oh, I don't like it. I don't like it at all. What does he know? Who brought him in on this? I... What's that? Someone here. Hello? I could have sworn I heard a step. This room, it's so gloomy with only the desk lamp on. Who's there? There's someone in this room. Who's there? I I can see you standing in that corner in the darkness. Who are you? You've got the jitters, Michael. There is someone. You, your mask. You were talking to Palmer. The mask and the gun, you... The greenhorn. How does it feel to be worth 100000 What are you going to do? Well, now that I look at you, I think Palmer may be right. Palmer? Yes, you haven't any more nerve than a jackrabbit. Put down that gun. Never mind the gun. You didn't use one on Grafton. What is... Grafton? You... You know about Grafton? Suppose the same thing happens to you, Michael. No, no. Grafton had... Had an accident, that's all. An accident, eh? There might be another victim, Michael. I... I don't understand. You and Palmer... You're beginning to understand, aren't you? No, I... Aren't you? So that's it. Palmer sent you. Palmer. You're worth a hundred thousand to him, Michael. A hundred thousand if you die. No. No, wait, Hornet. Don't shoot me, there. No, I'm not shooting. It's going to look like an accident, and a bullet can't do I, that. I never trusted Palmer. But that he do this, Let's I never... go. Go? Where? A little ride. Listen, Hornet, please. Let's talk this First, you got anything written down? Written? Any papers telling how you and Palmer disposed of Grafton? I... Have you? No. No. Look, Hornet. What did Palmer pay you? Nothing yet. I'll pay you double. Twice as much. Just don't kill me. Have you got 10000 10000 Yes. Yes, I have that much. In the safe. Part of what was left of the insurance money from Grafton's death. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. I knew you'd listen to reason. All right. I'm getting it. One more turn and... Yeah. Here it is. Hand it over. It's a deal? <laughs> You're a fool, Michael. Huh? A fool. You didn't have to give me this money. But you said... If you had a statement written down, Palmer wouldn't dare take a chance in having you removed. A, a statement? About the way you and he framed Grafton's murder, it'll look like an accident. But I... Hornet, where are you going? I may be back, Michael. But I paid you. You said I may be back. Hornet! gone. I paid him, but still, how do I know he won't come back and kill me? I took that money, paper, paper and ink. I'll put it down, everything that happened. Then Palmer will have to call the Hornet off for his own protection. Yeah, that's it. Grafton's death was not accidental. Palmer and I planned the whole thing. (laughs) 
grabbed him. It was a deliberate... Go ahead, Palmer. Right. Listen, Horner. Right in all of it. You're almost finished now. I... Very well. Deliberate murder for his insurance. Michael and I did it together. Now sign it. There. Now you see how smart you are, Palmer? I'd given you $10,000, all the money I had. I suspected Michael might try to double cross me. I thought you would. So he sends you over to murder me. A week afterwards. I'll take this statement, Palmer. You what? This goes with me. But you, you can't. I, I need that. Michael wouldn't dare have me removed if he... If he knows I've got a statement accusing him of helping me get rid of Grafton... That's why I'm taking it, Palmer. I, I paid you. So did Michael. Ten thousand. What? Michael paid you too? I came right from his place to yours. Stop, stop. Put down that tender. You can't. Stop you me, Palmer. Father, listen. Take it, you am. No, I... Shot you. Shot me. I... Come in here. Yes, sir. You're unconscious, Cato. You phoned the police? Yes. Good. They're on the way over here. How long will Palmer be unconscious? Not long, Red. You diluted the gas, Cato? Yes, sir. Good. Police on their way here. Palmer lying on the floor. Here, leave this statement on the desk where it'll be seen. Who are you calling, Mr. Red? Michael, Palmer's partner. He's going to walk right into the arms of the police. Here's the rumor, Ann. Door's open. Hey, here's Palmer lying on the floor. He's been gassed. Gassed, huh? The Hornet. Charlie, will you look at this paper under this? Yeah, let me see that. Holy mackerel, Sergeant. It's a full confession. Palmer and Michael murder grafted. What? Yeah, signed and everything. Hey, as soon as that rat comes to, you can slap him behind bars. Boy, is this the story? Hey, there's you... someone coming, sir. Shut up. Get back here in the shadow. Hello. Where are you? Hornet. Where are you? You sent for me and I... Hello, Michael. Oh, there you are. You're not the one. You're under arrest, Michael. Police, for you. You can't arrest me. Your pal lying on the floor. Hornet. I didn't shoot him. It was a hornet. I didn't do it. You'd better talk. Palmer left a statement that you murdered Grafton. Grafton what? He can't pin it on me. He was in it too. Palmer did as much as I did. He can't do that. Well, he's Palmer's coming too. He isn't dead. Keep your mouth shut. No, I won't say a word. Understand? Where am I? What happened? Hornet tried to kill me. Michael. You're here. Palmer, don't talk. Try to have me bumped off, huh? Send the hornet over here to rub me out like we did Grafton. Palmer. Well, he missed, see? And if he tries it again, you'll be finished. Now, lift a statement telling how both of us engineered Grafton's death so we could... No need to look for the statement, Palmer. We have it already. But I... Who's the devil? I... Why didn't you keep your mouth shut? I didn't notice the gas. I was still groggy. You spilled everything. Let me at him. Oh, you don't, sir. You're heading for the chair. Brother. Murder, and I told about it. so plenty, Palmer. Now get going. You two can fight it out behind bars. By this time, those two crooks are heading for jail, Cato. We go back to hiding, Frey? I'm heading to black duty there now. We have $20,000, money that's going back where it belonged in the first place. The insurance company that paid for Grafton's death. I see. We'll put it in an envelope in the morning. They'll puzzle over it, perhaps, but I don't think they'll ever dream that money came from the Green Hornet. You're listening to I Love Old Time Radio with your host, Virtual Vinny. Welcome back. 
Well, Miss Marbury knew what she wanted, and she wasn't going to let anyone tell her otherwise. And Reed seemed very quick to believe her plight, not dismissing things off as a fancy of an old woman. Also, you know, the Green Hornet is not your typical hero. Uh, He's kind of more of an anti-hero, but with a strong moral compass. Uh, He has no problem having people believe that he engages in bribery and other crimes. However, his actions, his hidden actions, the ones the public doesn't tend to see, that he uh, he's really governed by more. And that's going to conclude our show here on I Love Old Time Radio. This program can be heard on Spotify, Apple or Google Podcast. We are also on Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, Pandora, or by listening right from our website at iloveoldtimeradio.com. If you enjoy our program, please make sure you rate and review wherever you listen to this podcast. If you would like to help support this show, you can do so by visiting our website at iloveoldtimeradio.com and clicking on the support button. Tomorrow we'll play a new episode of My Favorite Husband starring Lucille Ball and join us back next Monday for some more with the Green Hornet. For iloveoldtimeradio.com, this is Virtual Vinny signing off.